and welcome to Anime Audio Commentary. Today I'll be commenting over episode 21 of Cowboy Bebop. If you would like to watch along, start watching now. Alright, so today we have the episode Boogie Woogie Feng Shui. And according to the trailer at the end of the previous episode, this one's going to be fairly jet-centric. So it all starts out with Jet getting a strange email from an old friend out of the blue. And it's all very sort of vague and mystical, but, you know, Jet's sort of taking it at face value. So, interestingly enough, uh, Jet does manage to find his friend, albeit it's his gravestone. Now, funnily enough, this man, Jet's friend, was born in the year 2021. So, at time of recording, you know... There's a good chance that he would have been less than six months old or not born yet. And granted, he is a fictional character, but that's kind of a sobering thought. So, Jet's sort of uh, become acquainted with this uh, teenaged-looking girl. And she appears to be a student of feng shui as well. And while all this is going on, they're being chased by what look to be a pair of hitmen. Currently, the reason why they're being chased isn't really known, and 
Jet doesn't know really what's going on, but uh, the girl he's with seems to have a preternatural ability to escape their pursuers. She seems to be awfully familiar with Jet. Or at least that's how she acts. So while Jet's talking to this girl in the bebop, Fig can't help but stick her nose in everything and sort of spy on them and gossip with Spike. Spike doesn't seem much to care about it, but, you know, Faye, I guess that's just a part of her character, gossiping, being nosy. So, interestingly enough, this girl is the daughter of Jit's friend, and he had met her before, albeit when she was very young. And apparently, Jet's friend died under mysterious circumstances, a hyperspace fluctuation, as it were, on the way to Jupiter. Ed's total lack of social grace sort of uh, gets everyone else on uh, Jet's bad side. So, it turns out Jet's friend only died three days ago, and the email was sent right before. So, it seems like this might have some sort of thing to do with his death. So, it, it turns out that there's all sort of factors into Jet's friend's daughter's search for this thing called the Sunstone, which apparently has some sort of mystical properties. So Jet's musing to himself about how he didn't really owe anyone any favors, he didn't have to help, but he decided to anyways. It's a little thing, but that's another defining characteristic of Jet and his sense of honor. For better or worse, he does what's right.
So while Jet and his friend's daughter are just sitting around, she sort of gives him a crash course in feng shui, which is interesting. About all the different chi of heaven, earth, and the human body, and how they interact with each other. So they have their first lead into the feng shui riddle. They seem to think that it's a large hotel. Everything seems to be checking out so far, but given the vagueness of the riddle, you know, I, I couldn't really say. Now, interestingly enough, that, um, I'm not sure what you would call it, that tool she was using to, um, I guess, perform feng shui, that's another bit of CG. And as far as mixing mediums, I think that's another fairly good use of it, just because animating those discs rotating, like, that's that's got to be such a pain in the neck. So I, I would think just making uh, concentric circles through CG would be much easier. And especially since it's a small thing, it's probably easier to make it look good. Or at least better than it normally does. So... Jet and the girl do, in fact, find something that might be the sunstone. But as far as I could tell, it's just a jagged black rock, kind of like a lump of coal. So we clearly don't know the full story here at this juncture. So the, the two hitmen from before show up again, and Jet really lays into them. Despite the tough front they're putting up, he does succeed in uh, getting information out of them.
so they seem not to be aware that Jet's friend Pow is dead. Of course, it it seems that Pow might not actually be dead either. He could very well have faked his death. So Jet's doing some analysis on it, and it turns out the rock, called the Sunstone, is a piece of moon rock back from the Gate Disaster. So, because the Gate Disaster is some weird space-time incident, it seems to me that the Sunstone would have some sort of power over space and time. Sort of like the kid from one of the earlier episodes who was rendered immortal by means of the gate accident. So Ayn shows a rare moment of higher intelligence and while ed's fiddling with the uh the feng shui device i managed to demonstrate that it reacts to the presence of the sunstone So it turns out that this sunstone and one owned by Pow are linked in a sense, allowing them to meet up if one is used as a compass of sorts. So Mayfa opens up to Jet a little bit about her father and her, I guess, poor relationship with him. She's trying to worm some more information out of Jet about her father and how she knew these 
bad people. Apparently he worked for a syndicate as a sort of fortune teller. So I guess ultimately he's sort of in the same boat that Spike is. Having left the syndicate, he's now wanted by them. So, things appear to have gone awry. They've arrived, but they haven't found quite what they're looking for. So, while they're traveling in hyperspace, it, it looks like they're being attacked, so... Spike goes to help out Jet by deploying in the swordfish, and Faye does so rather reluctantly. Spike is pretty sanguine about the whole thing, but Faye really doesn't want to get involved. But tellingly, she still does. So here we have an interesting scene where it's that sort of aerial combat stuff I really like, but it's in one of those hyperspace gates. So things are in a considerably higher level of risk for just uh, dying because they're sort of confined to a tunnel, so to speak. So while Jet and Spike, or rather Spike and Faye are doing their thing, Ed and Jet are sort of uh, cooking up what appears to be a harebrained scheme. By blasting the Sunstone, thus uh, I suppose supercharging it with kinetic energy, they can sort of open up a new rift elsewhere. And it looks like that theory holds water. I gotta say, I like the visual effects here of the the hole in the hyperspace tunnel with everything swirling around it. It's pretty cool.
So, true to the email Pow sent, uh, he is here where he cryptically said he would be. So, the situation is somewhat dire. Pow seems to be in a bad way where his ship is stuck, running out of oxygen, and no one can really help him. And it was sort of like a, a dying wish sort of thing, see his daughter one last time. So their brief reunion ultimately ends. So Jet sort of gives some exposition here about how everything goes back to the status quo. And, you know, it's pretty salient. He says he's not sure about whether it was worth it or not, whether it was a good thing or a bad thing, but ultimately Maifa went back to live on Mars and things for the crew aboard the Bebop went back to the status quo of before. Alright, so next episode, 
based off this trailer is one of the more lighthearted episodic episodes in which uh, Spike makes a rival of sorts. Alright, well, that's it for this episode. If you've enjoyed it, then by all means, stick around for the next episode. See you, Space Cowboy.